Warning, this show contains mature content and spoilers. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, this is Gillian Seed, and you're listening to the RPG Show. Listen up. See you in Kobe. Ah, greetings. Care for a story? One of heroes and villains? Of swords and sorcery? Of romance and treachery? We'll pull up a chair and have a listen. Welcome to this episode of The RPG Show. My name's Brent, I'm your host, and with me today, I have Kevin. I want to review a good game, guys. Kajowski, what's happening? Hey, I can only get the bad ones. Woo! That's, or at least the ones filled with salt, like, because if I remember correctly, you enjoyed FF15, so. Yeah, um, I did, but it's just, uh, I feel like the games that no, no one would ever finish but to review it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, now, uh, I appreciate you filling in, uh, our main man, Nick, he is, he is in the middle of a move. So he may be absent for an, from an episode or two. Um, and I appreciate you, you filling in to talk about quest 64, uh, a game that was, uh, it's, it's, it's a thing. It's, it, it was the first, RPG released on the 64 um, in 1998. It's one of, like, I I, I want to say there's no more than five, five or six RPGs on the 64. I could be wrong. There's not many Depending what you, on the 64. What you classify as RPG. Yeah, what's your qualification? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say Zelda, but I don't know. Yeah, Zelda is kind of like a borderline RPG for me. Like, I think it counts, but it doesn't. It's not like a full-fledged rpg rpg yeah. in the sense of that you you would think of a standard rpg um it was developed by imagineer whose only claim to fame were some like sim city um stuff for the pc uh it was published by thq um and it, it was released first in the united states which which always bodes well for an rpg <laughs> when it released in the states first and then later in the eu and uh Japan, oh, it's always later in the EU, but Japan getting an RPG after us seems weird. It was um, labeled as ma- uh, those outside of the U.S. would know it as Holy Magic Century, and in Japan as L Tale Monsters. Uh, we know it here in the states as Quest sixty four, guys. Um, so for those new here, uh, what we do is we break this up into six categories. We have gameplay story, um, visuals, audio, overall experience, and replayability. We'll discuss each one. We'll give it a rating one through five. We do allow half scores because Nick fucked this whole system up way early on. Um, And we'll get to it. (laughs) 
mystery, the magic, the game, Quest 64, the new adventure RPG for Nintendo 64. Ooh. Get in or get out. So Quest 64 um, is an RPG, and it plays a lot like the other turn-based RPGs on the system. Well, I can think specifically of Aiding Chronicles, that it kind of plays a lot similar to as far as, like, you have a... Uh, it's a turn-based, but then you have this circular kind of movement and targeting spatial thing happening. Um, but it's it's broken up into um, exploration and battle. There's no real true subsystems or additional modes of play, really. Um, it's a really simple game. Uh, you know, it... Uh, that's... I mean, you level up. It's It's got... All right, so I would say it's like the it's like the bologna sandwich of RPGs. It's that boring. I would. I don't even know if I'd call it bologna. Like at least bologna's got a bunch of different little speckled meats and spices and ball sacks <laughs> in it. This is like this is like a PB and J, but your mom forgot to actually put the PB and J in it, so she just cut some crust off some bread and threw it in your bag. Is it like is, that's it's a cheese sandwich? It's a cheese sandwich. That's you, like the the what was that festival that took place on that island? Like their meals are this game. Like that's that's this like it didn't even come assembled. Like you got the bread and the cheese in two different piles, and you need to make your own cheese. Sandwich. Basically, American cheese. You had to unwrap it yourself. <laughs> that's that's right. That's right. It's individually wrapped cheese slices, and you had to unwrap it yourself. Um. So. <laughs> um. I. Yeah like even the bread's a little stale. All right, we're carrying this 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 analogy on too far. Um so it's got one of my least favorite type of progression systems in all of RPGs, mostly because it never feels great, especially to somebody who's not particularly new to these types of games. Um it is a the more you do a thing, the better you get at it. So the more you get hit, god, these trains are loud. Um but the, the more you get hit, the more you get hit, uh, the more like defense or health you have. Um, the more you attack, the more your strength goes up. I thought it was like an attack uh, the or more hit you... go up. It wasn't like it was... oh, which, whatever. It was a bunch of stupid shit. It was, it was the more you up, run around, right? the more your agility goes up. Um, the, like the more you use magic, the more your MP or your magic effect, like your magic effectiveness goes up, but not your actual spell power. Um, yeah, it's it's in. I'm never a fan of these systems. Like Skyrim probably did it the best, but even then, like if you're sort of experienced at playing turn-based RPGs, like what ends up happening is you end up like mid to halfway through the game, and all of a sudden, when you get to a point where shit can actually hit you and kill you or do whatever, um, actually get you know survives your onslaught of attacks. Like it does one hit, and you don't have enough health points because you haven't really been getting hit. So you have to do all this stupid shit, um, but or you, typically, you know, or you, or you do the like, game breaker. What's that? Or you use the game breaker uh, magic barrier. Yeah, so uh, you have four categories of magic. So your main character is just this little mage dude. It's one character you play with. You don't have a party of characters. There's actually maybe only two reoccurring characters. I think maybe one. 
um, reoccurring character. I, I beat this game weeks ago. I, I had to get it. I had to get it over <laughs> with and open my slate for the next game we're playing. Like I just had to get it yeah. just over and done with. Like fresh off Star Tropics hate, I was like, I just got to get into Quest Two Sixty Four and get it done. Um, so. you have these magic abilities. There's four elements. There's fire, wind, earth, and water. And as you use them, they'll level up, and you also find these spirit crystals out in the world that you can apply to your elements. And realistically, you will only ever be able to max out two of them. You can, in fact, max out all of them and level like level them all together, right? I don't know if you can actually max them out. You can get pretty close. But it'll take forever. So... In general, you only really level two on any given playthrough because it's a short game, um, no more than 14 hours. It should take anybody to beat this game, um, and that's a stretch. That's like really not really knowing what you're doing and just kind of going through it. So, um, and the only two that you will ever level or should ever level is water and earth because of how those spells function, right? So water you know, gives you your healing spells because there's a finite number of items, healing items, which I'll get to in a second. Um, and water spells give you healing spells. And does water or earth give you the anti-magic? Is it, is it earth? Earth, earth, is it earth gives you the magic barrier. And it's like the last one you get, like the level three. So water is the way you have to heal up um, before and after battles. Because yeah, if you just start using your items in mundane, random battles or whatever, you're going to lose. Like, you're not going to beat the game. Um, so, uh, and then Earth, because it has the highest, it doesn't necessarily have the most damaging spells, but the way targeting, with the way targeting works, um, the big rock and the avalanche spells are most likely to hit your targets and hit them multiple times with the avalanche spell. So it becomes easily the most effective damaging spell along with anti-magic shell which makes you invulnerable to magic attacks for three turns and spoiler alert after about halfway through the game everything that attacks you is magic including the bosses so the final boss becomes anti-magic shell avalanche 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 anti-magic shell <laughs> avalanche 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 anti-magic shell your magic yeah, refill magic. You gotta refill your magic, but that's that's basically it. Like you're immune to the final like basically all bosses after that point. You're just immune to them. Yeah, basically so, basically after that, that second boss, you just it's just the same. There's no there's yeah, nothing it's just there's nothing else to do besides run down boring corridors and fight boss. Yeah, and, and there's so we'll just go let's just go down the list. Let's 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 get this out the way. What are some things that you enjoyed about playing this game, Kujo? Oh, uh, I guess the battle, like the actual when you first started battling, was okay. Okay. I, I mean, I really didn't enjoy anything. <laughs> I, okay. I mean, it's. I would, um, I would say ahead. it's better than Brain Lord, but I, I would rather play Dragon Quarter than this. Yeah. Um. It is all right. So it's just boring. It's, There's no, it's just nothing. It's super simple, and 
I would say for the first hour or two, I I I was I was having kind of like I wasn't having super amounts of fun because like I like in depth character sort of progression systems, and this does not have any of that whatsoever. And but it was sort of simple. It was you know it was it totally looks like a sixty four game. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. the minute it loads up and starts playing, and the music you know even with the mute the way the music sounds like all right like I am in my sixty four playing days like nostalgia wise. But that's about the extent of it really. Um, things we didn't like. <laughs> oh boy, how about we just alternate until we're done? Okay. Um, <laughs> uh how about that camera dog oh my god oh my god like that's the worst so, that's the worst thing because well so it's, a, it's uh, like a combination of camera and encounter rate and like you get turned the fuck around in those like dungeons where well in dungeons it, 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 it faces you the way you well not if you, well, in not, dungeons, not if you it, run away not if you run away Oh, not if you run away, really? That sucks. So, like, sometimes you're, like, uh, in a battle, away. you run away, and then you'll get another battle, and you run away, and you're like, oh, fuck. And then I'll end up going the wrong way. Like, I'm like, oh, shit. I wasn't, like, I backtracked, like, two minutes. I'm like, damn it. And I have to turn back around, and, oh, it was so frustrating. Because, like, you get to a point where, like, you're like you're battling, and it doesn't even, like, level. Like, it takes so long just to level up, like, one, one thing of health. And I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to run away, because then... I'll fight the boss and I'll get like twenty health from being the boss. That's how I finished it. Yeah, no. Um Yeah, so the way it works is it's it it wants to it's kinda like a rubber bandy ish camera because you have no direct control over the camera except for being able to press the B button and it'll auto center behind you. But it really doesn't know what it's doing sometimes. It's like the it's it's like, you know, the little um the little guy on the cloud in Mario sixty four that's following him with a camera. It's if like that dude was drinking a fifth of vodka every morning before he showed up to work. Like, uh totally drunk, doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. The camera and sense of direction is atrocious. And you know, sometimes um, like what, there's a big mountain. You can't hit you uh-huh. be and the, the camera's stuck behind like a hill or something. Yeah, so you can't you can't even see anything. Oh, it's so bad. Yeah, go home, cameraman. You're drunk. Uh, what What about you? What's What's what, what you got next? Um, like the same music for half the game. It's so annoying. All right. Uh, that's that's more music problem. We'll get to are, music are, in a minute. Are you gonna cut in some music now? No, no. We, we, I already took a break. Let's <laughs> Let's just keep going. Uh, uh, gameplay. What's What's uh What's uh What's some What's some gameplay stuff that you that you didn't like? Um, you can't buy items. So like, if you if you didn't know to choose like the water magic, and you leveled up fire, you said you you'd never be you know go two hours into the game and you, all the time. It get really annoying. So. Yeah. There's no one saying, "Oh, you need." There's no one in any village that says, "Oh, you need to use water magic to cure yourself or whatever." You just have to figure that out. Well, I mean, if if any of those fields of magic should have heal spells, it should be the water one. But anyway, yeah, no, you can't buy items. There is no item shop. There is no currency. There is no buying new weapons. There is no buying new armor. Everything is kind of given to you, or you have to find it. So, um, that, uh, totally sucks. 
if you ask me. Like, uh, I know uh, my normal co-host, Nick, does not care for the managing of items, but I don't know, man. I don't, I'm not a person that likes wasting mana points to heal myself. Like, if I could just hit a potion and be full, like, that's more my, my shtick. So, being just the, which leads me into my point, the, just only ever really being able to effectively use two of those schools of magic blows. Yeah. Like, what is this? Like, I mean, uh, I feel like I'm in like a Brandon Sanderson novel or a fucking Lincoln, like some weird avatar last airbender spend off where like you could only bend two abilities. Like it just, it, and that's it really it, sucked. That, <laughs> right. That's what makes the game boring. Cause you're just like, yeah, there's nothing there's, there's nothing with the story anyways and then the gameplay is the same like like i said after a couple hours in the game it's just you're spamming the same spells over and over again. and the names of the spells rock 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 like yep it's 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 little rock medium rock big rock lots of rocks like that's i mean and then there's then there's then there's anti-magic shell like i mean and the targeting in combat is garbage because, like, it wants to be, like, this positional-based sort of attack system, and it just doesn't work, man. It just does not work. Uh, like, there's times where it's just, like, you, you don't have, like, a targeting reticle or anything to tell you where the attack's really going to, like, go. So you can't tell if, the, like, you're going to hit all the enemies, so there's not even, like a like, a wireframe sort of... Thing telling you where the where it's gonna hit through, so you kind of just you end up missing with stupid shit for no fucking reason, you know. It just, yeah. The other thing, Kujan, what you got? The other thing I don't like is you use rock one takes away the same damage. Use rock two takes away the same damage. Use rock three, it's the same damage. It's just bigger rocks. I feel like rock three should be triple the damage. You're using three times the magic points, like. Why would I use Rock yeah. 3 unless there's, like, three guys on the screen? If that's going to happen, then I'm just going to use Avalanche. It's like... Yeah. It's, like, just forces you to use the same spells over and over again unless you, like, to just... You're a masochist and you just want to sit through that and just take every one, every one by one. It's, just, it's too boring to do that. <laughs> you just want to pull your hair out. You're like, oh. And then you, you, finish the, you finish that battle, and then, like, two steps, you get another battle. The counter rate just horrible the encounter rate is insane guys like imagine the most treacherous final dungeon in any final fantasy ever because final fantasy in my opinion especially the older ones is notorious for stupid high encounter rates in their final dungeons right like think of the final dungeons in all those games the encounter rate super high the enemies are super like wicked but in this game, just that encounter rate all through the game, it's just five steps, boom, step, boom, two steps, boom, three steps, boom. So you end up like either falling into the same. So you so if you don't run away early, you end up leveling up like the shit super fast as far as your attack stuff goes. So then you, you just spend six to eight hours of the game just anti-magic shell, avalanche, avalanche, anti-magic shell. So like Cujo said, overall it's it's just boring gameplay. Like it's it's and I'm not to I'm not one to be opposed to simple gameplay, right? Like I, I was a huge fan of Final Fantasy Legends, right? Like I, I was really oh, really surprised with that game and it's a super simple game to play, right? 
And this, because did you play that with us, Kujo? Was that you? I don't remember, man. Did you play Final Fantasy Legends? I played it back. Yeah, I had it for Super Nintendo back in the day. But I never... No, the Game Boy, the Game Boy one. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, Final Fantasy. Yeah, that, I played that with you guys. Yeah, so like was, super simple game, right? But it was it, it was interesting because they changed it up all the time. Like the story was kind of yeah, yeah. Well, the story was kind of simplistic in that too, but like the gameplay felt like it evolved enough. Yeah, and it, it, it in honesty, it didn't. It was it was just better at hiding the fact that you were doing the same thing. Right. Whereas this game doesn't even try it. It doesn't even try and do anything to hide the fact that you're doing the same thing over and over again. Because story aside, the formula of quest through the because the game's called quest 64 and you're on this one quest and it's just go to the place save the crystal go to the place save the crystal like i mean or fight the boss take the crystal like that's that's the same thing over and over again across four cities so yep um yeah let's let's score it um i'm gonna give it a one it's it's not good it's uh not fun and um i feel more retarded for having played it and I'll, I'll also give it a one, but I will say this. It's not as bad as I remember it being. Um, I th- thought it was, like, like really, really bad. It's just boring bad. It's not, like, terrible bad. It's just, like, uh, why am I playing this? Yeah, no, I'm with you. Um, so let's take a quick musical break, and when we come back, we'll talk some story. Telling me what the story in this game is. Oh, it's so it's so in depth and detailed. Let me let me uh, let me try to see if I can get this all out. Um, your dad is missing. You need to find him. And then there's four crystals you need to get for reasons. And then you get the crystal. They need to be rescued. They just need to be rescued. That's the four crystals are under attack from whatever reason. Yeah, and they they help control forces and stuff. But then they give them to you anyways after you save them. But yeah, oh you God. you go to save your dad. Basically, your dad's missing. You need to go find him. Then you find your dad. You just leave him on the ground after he's like dying. You're just like, okay, dad, see you. And you go kill the last boss. Man. It... All right, first off, Final Fantasy 1 called. They want their story back. Um... Yeah, at least, Secondly, at least in Final Fantasy 1, you had like pirates and some other interesting 
This is more basic than Final, this is more basic than Final Fantasy One, a regular Nintendo game. It is. It is. Um, and, and like, just to hit on a point you said where you go to these towns and they're like, oh, please help us. Our crystal has been stolen or is under attack. It is what we need to survive. Without it, we will all perish. And you do the thing. You're like, all right, that's motivation to save the town. But then you get back and they're like, oh, well, you should just keep it anyway. <laughs> what? Then why? Why? And the one recurring character, so, they have that one recurring character, uh, Shannon. Yeah, Shannon. She's just at every end. Cool. Yeah, and and until you realize that she's like the the arbiter of the devil or whatever it is, like she's she's here to summon the devil into this world or whatever. So she's like a bad guy. And she's no, she's this puppet. Is what she. Or whatever. So you have Shannon and you have Brian, like the worst names ever. Fuck like it. everything's just named terribly. Well, know what I was thinking when I was playing this game? Like, you know that uh, Dan Cook joke, fucking Brian's coming? That That's what I kept thinking about. Fuck, <laughs> fucking Brian's coming and he's going to find sperms around the, uh, the world to get his magic. Uh, yeah, so, uh, I mean, I mean, I'm sorry if I don't sound like enthusiastic about this game, like, because normally I get really fired up. It's just, like, it feels... So, all right. So, like, let's take let's let's take let's take let's let's take a game like Star Tropics, something that I I legitimately got impassioned about why I didn't like it. Okay, and that's because you had this this like a game that was presented to you as if like they knew what they were doing and they wanted to present you with a thing. It it, it felt like poking fun at a really intelligent friend of yours for doing something really stupid okay that's how that felt poking fun at quest 64 feels like you're kicking sand on the kid with down syndrome okay like <laughs> like i'm my metaphors are getting out of control because i did compare star tropics well, to the no, dropping no, of an atomic no, bomb no it's more like it's like trying to like uh um satirize Donald Trump where he just does it himself alright no political jokes on the show let's let's re- let's refrain alright <laughs> so it's too easy it's really too yeah, easy it's too easy that's, that's, uh, but but it's like I, I can't make fun of I can only get so mad at Quest 64 because everybody else has like you know I, there you no... know why people get so mad about this game it's because Be- it was the first one for N64 and this is 98, so you already had Final Fantasy VII, Tactics, you know, Breath of Fire Three, all came out the year before. And so they like, hyped the like, shit out of it. Yeah, and then, like, you got Xenogears and Sequel 2 came out the same year as this. So, like, if you're a kid that, you know, like me, I was, like, 7th, 8th grade getting into RPGs at the time, and I'm playing all those, and then I'm like, okay, I didn't have the 64, my brother had the 64. And I'm like, you know, I'll rent this, like, this game was super hyped in the commercials, like, yeah, the first RPG... You pop that in there. I rented it. You know, it's my weekend rental, you know. I only get one, you know, you're your kid, you get one rental. I have to fucking play that all weekend. That, that's what I remember. That's why I was so mad about this game, because I wasted my to play fucking Quest 6. Yeah, feel, imagine the people that paid retail for this shit, like 70, 80 bucks for this fucking cartridge of of utter poo. And I think this is where like, like people remember the hate of this game, because if you play it now... There's not a lot of hate on this game. It's just like boring as. That's basic as fuck. 
Yeah, it's just not good, and the story echoes that. In in that there's there's nothing going on. Like the whole world feels empty now, and I get like, and that's kind of like that is a concern that I bring up outside of that, right? Sometimes I I say this game is supposed to have this big open world, or like a world is made to feel smaller because there's so many people in it, like it feels packed. And so sometimes I, I get kind of like, oh no, well there should be more empty space between towns or whatever. This game is nothing but empty fucking space. Like there's just, there are dungeons, or there are parts in dungeons with no encounters that's just fucking trippy rainbow road yeah, yeah. just for 30 fucking minutes. Hey, you gotta, re- you gotta resell that MP, bro. Just, just why? <laughs> I know. Like, I'm like, why, why is this like, oh, you, and you, you run down this corridor, this long cavern, like the, the blue cavern, whatever the fuck it is. You're just running down it, just fighting battles for like an hour, and it's just one long road. So boring. So, yep, it's, it's score story, Cujo. This is normally our longest segment of the show, gameplay and story, and <laughs> it's it hasn't been. <laughs> so, uh, this it just be bad. All right, so uh, let's score story. Um, I'm giving it a one because I can't give it a zero. Yeah. This is if it, this is the lowest one we could probably give for a story. I don't know. Like, I don't know a more empty story than this. Like, like I said, the first like real like Dragon Warrior, the first RPGs had more story than this story. Yep, and it it this is just it's bad. Like, and see there, and this is the part that makes me so upset, right? Because when I when I turn the game on and I play it, like there are elements that felt like they were trying to do something new because it was on the 64 or they wanted it to be for a younger audience. All these things, like it felt like somebody there, it was their first chance to make an RPG, right? To design an RPG. And they got super excited. And then like, they're like, they're like, we should do this and we should do this and we should do this. And they're like, no, no, Terrence, (laughs) we can't do all that. We don't have the time or money. So... We're only going to do like a third of what you said, and we're only going to do a third of what we need to do to make that actually work. So um, thank you, Terrence, uh, for the well-thought-out presentation you brought, but uh, you can go home now. Thank you for that. Well, thank you for it, this. We're going to take the outline of what you have and make the game from that. It's like... You could easily fill all that in. I mean, you can make it. It's like he had this... He had this uh, PowerPoint presentation prepared, and it's like the syllabus popped up, and they're like, "We're good, we're good." So the first first page of the PowerPoint. <laughs> Thanks, Terrence. Uh, could you send us that slide? We're just going to work off that. Guys, can I show you? Nope, we're good. Can I just push the button one time? Nope, nope. Just you're good. You can do it now. But but guys, like, there's there's stuff in the no no no. We just want the first slide, right? We're only like, how how long is the slide? 12 slides? All right. Uh, we paid you, what, $1,200? Well, we're, we're going to pay you one twelfth of that because we only want one slide. Here's $100. Leave. Hey, we're going to put, na- <laughs> put your name on it, too, just so everyone knows. <laughs> yeah, dude, just, just, so, just so you can have all the flaming bags of dog shit on your front porch for the rest if of your life. If this doesn't work, like, this is why. <laughs> this is It's all your fault. We're blaming you. Yeah. So, God damn it, Terrence, you should have tried harder. Don't put syllabuses on your corporate presentations. <laughs> it's your fault. 
Don't tell me everything uh, in the first the first leg because I don't pay attention after that. That's right. Uh, so um, that's what it felt like, man. And it just it's it's disappointing. It's sad because the sixty four as a console is a console that it's weird. It's quirky. Uh, I mean, think of that controller. Think about how late it was. Like they're still putting cartridge games out for a console because of the sixty four, right? Like. And there are tons of fun games on the 64, right? Like, just so many. And, um... Well, I think Nintendo, Nintendo was of... stubborn. It's probably what it was. Like, And they're still stubborn, yeah. if you ask me. Well, like, that's the thing. Like, they finally got it right with the Switch, but, like, how many failed consoles? I mean, I don't know if... I don't, I don't know if they did get it 100% right with the Switch, but they decided... They, they, right with the, the Switch. they went with what they're good at, which is mobile gaming. Yeah, exactly. They're like, how can we, how can we combine our home console sort of um, first party, like like almost power gaming titles, like and combine that with the most, the most, like the best selling mobile platform of all time, all the iterations of the DS. Right. Um, so DS, 3DS, all this shit. So that's what this, I mean, the Switch is like, and we have a gaming tablet. And that's all it really is—the gaming tablet. But like, it, it's such. This is like the like the, the letdown you felt for this game is kind of how you felt about the N sixty four. You have this. Yeah, the like, Super Nintendo. You know, it's such a great like so many good games on that thing. They're having the new like the mini SNES and that all those games on there are amazing, basically. And then you you try to have that. You, you can't have an N sixty four mini really because there wouldn't be enough games to fill it. I think there would be, uh, personally, at least for me. But again, I'm not like those mini products or, or those classic products. They're not for me. Like I, I think I've said on the Discord, we've had that discussion on the Discord before. In general, like those products aren't meant for me. Um, I don't need them. So because uh, I mean, I already have a good quality upscaler. You know, I've got a bunch of old stuff that I I still would play. Like I mean, in all honesty, like I, I got a ton of emulation devices that that emulate stuff really well. I've really dialed in a lot of those because um, a lot of those can be kind of buggy unless you go through and like tweak a million settings, which I have done. So I don't need I don't need those products. It's for this, but anyway. it's for those nostalgia guys that they played it when they're a kid, and now they're like, oh, I can have all those games now right here. Yeah. So um, yeah, the the. Quest 64, story's terrible. It hits you right in the nostalgia. Makes your nuts feel hurt. Um, that's about it. Uh, let's let's um, take another quick break, and then we'll come back and talk about some how it looked and sounded.
Are you, are you, okay, so... I, what's that? I, did you just cut in some uh, Quest 64 music there? Yes, yes I did. Oh, you guys were in for a treat on that one. <laughs> you know, some some of those tracks aren't that bad. Like, um, but we'll get to that in a second. First up is visuals, right? How the game looked. Um, and I think I said earlier on, this game looked Nintendo 64 shit. Like, uh, just way Nintendo 64. But it... It does something wrong, and I can't really put my finger on it. Like, cause so when you look at the um, like how like something like Mario sixty four looks, like it doesn't like it's using basically the same stuff that they're using here, but I can't tell you what. Quest 64 is missing from that formula. Can you tell, like, other than, like, the Mario aesthetic? Story? Like, I... I no, not not story. I'm talking about just, like, how the game looked. Like, like why does this look worse than, than Mario 64? Maybe, the, maybe it's, like... Is what I'm maybe saying. it's, like, the color palette. Like, like you're going through a dungeon, there's, like, three colors on the wall. I wonder... I wonder if they tried to put meshes in this, because I know... Um, Mario 64, like, all the visuals are essentially colors put directly on the wireframe, right? Um, and it's it's not, like, a rendered mesh on a lot of those things. Like, it is, it is like, a solid color of a thing. And that's why everything looks so bright and vibrant in that game. Because, like, they had to pick a color and just go with it. They couldn't, like, uh, put, like, a, a mesh, I think is what they call that, over it of a like a shaded image or whatever and i feel like maybe they tried to 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 do some rendering in this and it just didn't look good um i don't know like the game doesn't look great like i mean are we are we judging on like 2017 eyes or judging like 98 even 64 even 98 eyes like even at nine in 98 i don't think i would have thought this game looked particularly particularly good i just don't think the 3d was ready i think they try to force 3d on us like with mario and this well mario i think mario looks fine i i think this kind of like i guess i don't i haven't played mario 64 i feel like it looked similar to me and i felt like it, the control i the mean controls are similar like we were running away they do they do look similar but there was something that did not resonate with this title for me like and i don't know if it's nostalgia i don't know what it is but it just didn't look great. Um, I don't know if it's the way they designed, the way the buildings looked. I can, I can tell you a lot of the the like the NPCs look dysmorphic and all kinds of fucked up. Like they were, they were like from shapes. Like, <laughs> like they were like you. I mean, those that harp on like FF7s, like Dorito people, like this shit is fucked up looking. Uh, like the guy, like there's one guy where his stomach looks like it's up in his chest and his like face is down on it. Like there's just a bunch of those guys, and I, it just didn't. It wasn't good, Cujo. Yeah, I stopped. I stopped. It wasn't I, good. I stopped paying attention to the characters about halfway through the game. I mean, Brian looks okay, it's, and uh, the final boss looks okay. Yeah, but like um, seriously, he had to fucking have his hair, like his little. I mean that doesn't bother me. That's it's 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 that, quirky manga y kind of shit, man. Like it's whatever. I mean, hey, whatever. <laughs> so I 
I just, what, what are you going to give visuals? Oh, like, I don't want to be too hard on it because I can't remember how I felt. Like, I didn't think it looked bad. I just thought it looked like N64. So I guess I was two and a half. Two and a half. I mean, that's not a bad score. I'll give it a two. Just because, like, it, it, you know, it's not the worst looking thing on the 64, but it's not, it's not good. Like, I mean, if, like, a 5 on the 64, I mean, like, there are parts of the Resident Evil 2 port that looked okay, like, um. But I think that, like. I think of what I played on the 64. I honestly, like, a lot of the car- like, a lot of the enemies, they didn't really repeat too. You know, there's, like, even at the last, like. You're going through to find the like the, yeah, the but, last boss, man. But there's but he, there's still new characters that are, are thrown at you. You know, it wasn't just like a a straight yeah, palette swap. So I kind of give him a little credit. Yeah, I give him a little credit for that at least. Yeah, but some of them still look dumb as fuck, man. Like I mean, <laughs> I don't care. That's that's their quirky. That's the quirkiness, right? It's the quirky. You gotta earn quirkiness, bro. Like you can't just get it. <laughs> Like you gotta have some sort of credibility well, to get some quirkiness. If they made it big, you look back three games like later you're like oh that was cool. all right so um audio uh i thought it sounded okay like i thought there's there's roughly 16 tracks um and for a game that's 13 14 hours long with only really half a dozen environments um that's not that bad um like the couple like a couple of the main sort of themes like the world theme and the battle theme, they feel right. They feel, sort of feel like RPG-ish and, um, you know, generic adventure kind of music. Um, so I didn't mind it. Like, it was like, okay, this is what it's supposed to be. There are a couple that are really weird and, like, kind of discordant, if you ask me. And not, like, in a intentionally creepy way, but, like, why would you ever mix those two sounds kind of ways? I'll see if I can find one and put it in um, after this. But um, in general... You know, the music didn't, uh, I mean, it's repetitive, but the whole game's repetitive, so I can't really fault it for that, because I think the the music becoming repetitive is because the game didn't try hard enough to give you more environments and more things happening, so, I mean, you know, that's, that's, I think that's more it's failing than the music. The game's boring in the music. I mean, there's one, there's one thing that kind of reminded me of Final Fantasy, had a little Final Fantasy. I think it was like uh, the first battle theme. Yeah, probably. So, uh, I mean, I'll give music like a two and a half. Like, it's not, it's not, it's slightly below average. So, that's what I'm giving music. Um, For me. What you give in music? For me, like, I'm not like a big music guy. I always say this, but as long as I'm not annoyed, like, I don't ever, like, get into music. Um, mm-hmm. But this one annoyed me. Like it was just just because it was repetitive and boring. I was like, "Come on, I'll, I'll give it a two. Yep, a two. All right. Yeah, like it's just. It wasn't terrible. Yeah, guys. It wasn't game- this is probably the most boring review we've ever done. <laughs> like it just, it's not. Like I don't know what to say about this game that hasn't been already said a million times. Like it's just. There's nothing here. There's nothing of substance. Like it almost, it doesn't almost feel at points where we're like we're reviewing a game. It like it's like I feel like I'm reviewing a trailer for a game or a demo for a game is what it feels like I'm reviewing. Yeah, we played the Quest so, 64 demo. That's what you're- that's what we did. 
All right, so let's take another awesome musical break, and when we come back, we'll talk about overall experience and replayability. So, um, like I say all the time on the show, overall experience is an expectations versus reality sort of thing for me. What did I expect to feel going in and how I felt coming out? Now, I knew this was going to be just a sludge fest. Like, it was going to be 13 hours of my life (laughs) that I will never get back. Like, I knew it going in... um, I I didn't have any preconceived notions that I was going to have any sort of fun. And in fact, like a little part of me hoped that I was going in with such low standards that something could surprise me. Like I have multiple times before on the show where I've gone in with super low standards and have been pleasantly surprised. This, I went in with super low standards and actually it exceeded those expectations on how bad it was. (laughs) Like it was worse than I thought it was going to be. And, uh, that may sound like really crude and uh, like unfortunately unapologetic, like, but I don't see this game. I don't understand how someone could have attempted to get like a retail value for this game. This like I have paid two ninety nine on an app store for an indie game that obviously was made in like the free version of game maker 2000 that has more substance than this fucking game. Okay. Like there are people selling RPG maker games on steam for three ninety nine or a dollar that have more substance than this game. And this was a full fucking retail title. And I, f- <laughs> I feel for I feel for him, man. Anybody that spent full retail on this game, ouch. Like, I don't even know, like, to bring a little bit of Blaine and James show on here. Like, this game, like, you probably pick it up on eBay for, like, three bucks, I think. Five at most. I don't think it's worth that. I honestly don't. I don't think I'd pay 99 cents on the App Store for this game. It's probably, it's probably why uh, it's never been uh, released any other consoles. Uh, it did get a remake on the Game Boy. It's like Quest sixty four, Quest something, Brian's Adventure in two thousand. I don't know what. Oh yeah. What it entailed? I didn't even look at it. I read. I read that on. Um, it. Wikipedia says just basically the same game. So it it got uh, and there was supposed to be like a second one, but the company went bankrupt long before that ever came to fruition. Um. So, just overall experience was was bleh, man. I just. Is not good. Let's give it a one. 
How was your overall experience with this game, Cujo? Uh, well, like you, like you said, I came into a very, very little expectation. Like, I remember I played it, like I said, that one weekend, and I just everything. I it was nothing I came to expect from RPGs. So, um, I was, I remember how much I hated that, and it, it just stuck with me until I tried. I just started playing it, you know, a couple days ago. Um, and so I was surprised that I didn't hate it like that. It was just, it, was, it wasn't bad, like, uh, terrible, like, mechanics or, like, like, uh, you brain, cut out. It, brain, what were you saying? Brain Lord, Brain Lord. It's not like Brain Lord okay. where, where it's, like, frustrating where you're, like, you're jumping and you're falling down the hole and you have, it's just boring. Yeah. So yeah, I cut the cut the encounter rate in half, and this game would be six hours long. Yeah, and maybe that's why I put the encounter rate up because I knew there was a short game. But uh, probably. But uh, yeah, I'll give it a one and a half. It wasn't it, one and a half. Yeah, because I, I thought it wasn't as bad as I remembered it. Okay, that's fair. Give me a second. Uh, so. Uh, next up is, even though he's not here, uh, god damn, it is Nick's favorite category, replayability. So, um, yeah, don't don't play this game once, don't play it again. I mean, uh, it's there's no real choices to be had. Again, I, I speak a lot. I, I said before, like this illusion of choice where you have these four options of elements that you can pick from, but you can't really choose wind or fire. Don't do that. Um, you'll lose. <laughs> um, well, I don't. I don't want to say you lose. Like you could probably pick water and any of the other three, and do okay, right? I think. Um, but it's just you're you're yourself lots of grief. You're really, you, you're really locked in to water. Like if you don't level water, you're really kind of fucked because of the the item situation. So. Yeah, I- it, like I guess, I guess the NPCs. If you use up all the like the bread, there's some person that gives you one bread if you have zero. That's your healing. Fuck that. And like you, you, I, replayability is a one, man. <laughs> it's a one. It's a one. Don't play it. It's a one. Don't play this game. Like I would even tell you, like to go play Star Tropics. Like go play Star Tropics. Go play uh, Brain Lord. Uh, go play Monster Seed. Go play Digimon World. All these terrible games we've played. I'd tell you to go play them. This game, I'm actively telling you, if you're listening to the sound of my voice, where you're like, "Oh, let me listen to how bad these guys hate Quest 64," I am, I am here to save the world from this game. Like, I want to put on a cape and I want to fly around, and every time I see someone holding that card up, I just want to fly by and smack it out of their hands and smash it against the ground. Like, do not play Quest 64. You are going to lose. That's 13 hours of your life. You could be doing anything. Like, I would, you would be better spent like masturbating 13 hours straight. Like that is a way better way to spend your time than playing Quest 64. Yeah. Like go rub your dick in the sand for 13 hours is way better usage of your time than Quest 64. So just don't just don't play it. Yeah, I want And you said you're giving it a, a what are you giving it for replayability? A one. Yeah, I went from playing Trails of Cold Steel to this and it's like a kick in the dick. 
It's like, all right, so our next review, our next review is Chrono Cross. Now, that game may get overly hyped because um, I'm coming off of Star Tropics and Quest 64. Like, that might actually be a thing where I have to check, like, how I actually feel about that game because, like, the, like, I got this out of the way so I could start playing Chrono Cross. I loaded up the, the, the screen on Chrono Cross and I almost came. I was like, this <laughs> finally, God, finally, after months of torture, thank you, Jesus. You have sent. I am not a religious person, but I, like, I got down on my knees and sang hallelujah to, the, to, to my Lord and Savior. Because I was so done with these shitty ass games, Kujo, I'm done. We have played a lot of crap this year. There can't be that many more bad, like this bad of games out there. Like, no, we we have to be running out of the bottom barrel. Yeah. Like we have to be. Like we played like the, like, the worst, the worst. <laughs> I know I have like the three I've done like the or the the worst, of the worst. Oh, but I would even tell somebody to go play Dragon Quarter. Above this game. Oh yeah, I liked it. I kind of way more than this. Like I don't know about Brain Lore because that that game is broken, but um, but Dragon Quarter for sure is way better than this. Like I actually had fun battling in Dragon Quarter. This I this is boring. Yeah, this is not good. It's not good, and it's 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 not again. It's not offensive in its badness. Like it can't even be so bad that it gets me fired up fired up and angry when i'm playing it like it is it is bad at also being interesting like it is it is bad at being a good game and it is bad at being interesting i think is what has taken me all episode to get to like it's just not interesting it's not interesting in in a way like to me monster seed terrible game but it's interesting like there is something there to talk about, right? Like there's there are points of discussion. This just is nothing. It is nothing. It's just sad. It it's like someone read the table of contents on the book How to Make <laughs> RPGs for Dummies. They read the table of contents and were like, "I'm good. I'm really fucking good here." And I, it's like they could they could at least flop to the glossary and like got some like Got some like some words you need to know, some key terms or something. Can you think of? They, can didn't, you think of, they didn't do that. Can you think of one good thing about this game? That my two year old could probably play it. No, I mean like like about the game besides the, the play. Like anything that you thought was interesting or good. There's nothing. There's literally nothing. I mean, there was there was a thirty minutes of like N sixty four nostalgia oh. when I hooked my N sixty four up okay, and and like like that was that was it. But you can play you can like, play oh, a million other N sixty four games. There's a million other N sixty four. And I did, I did. Like I played like Mario Party three and like WrestleMania two thousand and like like I played all of my sixty four games just to be like, okay, the sixty four was fun. Like I can put it away now. Is, is oh, the N sixty four the one with the WCW where you can like bloody their face, Hulk Hogan stuff? Yeah. Oh yeah. I yeah, love man. that one. I think. What was that? I don't know if there were WCW titles on the sixty four. I was never a WCW guy. 
Like I wasn't either. I just remember I was, there, was there was that one WCW where it was like Hulk Hogan and Sting was in it, and like if you hit yeah enough in the fa- if you hit enough in the face, you get them bloody. And that, was, that, that was your goal every time. Yeah, man. Oh man, I just I have so many fond memories of the '64, and this like almost busted the entire system for me. It was like, yeah, was there anything good on the '64? I don't even know. Goldeneye. So yeah, gold. I mean, Goldeneye doesn't hold up, bro. It really doesn't. It doesn't hold um, up, but I'm just saying at the time, me and my brother would play that for hours. Oh, God, yeah. We would, uh, we're man, just, there would be just, five, six of us, like, taking turns. Uh, uh, we had to turn them off because, like, we just turned proximity mines off. Like, we were not to use them. Like, there would be, like, it's just those are the days of, like, you and a bunch of your friends, like, huddled around, like, a little 20-inch bullshit television <laughs> playing four-way split screen. Yeah. Like... But you're having the time of your lives, yes, yep. like and and uh, well, it just it it's. I remember. It's I remember not, uh, the proximity mines. We we played so much. We knew where we were, like we would know where we respond based off where you last respond. So you go through proximity mines where you respond. <laughs> like that's yeah, man. It was it was bad. We played a lot of that. We played a lot of the wrestling games because we're all into wrestling. Yep. Uh, I don't think I've told this story. Like. We were we were we were so into wrestling, like we had our own little fake like wrestling organization, like all of us, yes. right? And like and it was like a kids my own age. So like we had like I lived on Little Road, it's called Little Road, and uh and then like we were in a cul de sac called uh Tang like Tanger Circle, right? And uh so we were the Tanger Circle players, right? And then the kids that lived on the Little Road, they were the Little Road posse. And then, like, there's another road. That's awesome. Like, uh, like named like this road's actually named after my grandparents, but it's called Eans Road, and uh, they were the Eans Road crew, right? And like, so it was about it had to have been twenty of us, right? They were just so into wrestling, and we talked about it all the time. We played these wrestling games, and so like we were each in these little little groups, and then like, uh, and like so I had like I was uh. It was me. It's funny now, like looking back, how much this predicted my future. <laughs> but it was it was me and my friend. We were we were a tag team partners, right? I was I was the commentator, which is funny because now I'm a podcaster. Yeah. And he was stuttering Stanley, right? And our our uh, our tag team move was the speech impediment. Like, is <laughs> the best thing ever. That's awesome. <laughs> uh. And it was kind of like the like was it like the Dudley brothers like double suplex right? It was kind of that move. Um, like we took lessons and everything, man. Like our parents carried us to these little amateur wrestling lessons where we all learned how to take the hits and do the kicks and stomp the mat and do the whole thing. So we thought we were cool shit, man. Like so, it, I mean, we had, we made up fake belts like the whole nine, man. Did, we were so. Did you guys that shit. did you guys get into arguments about brother? Oh, the it's, Rock versus Stone Cold. It's so shit. real, like, so man, real. You, you thought you thought we were going to lose like <laughs> friendships the rest of our lives, uh, like when that WrestleMania was coming on, dude. Like it was like you were either into the Rock or you were either into the Stone Cold. Like there was no. I was Stone Cold like, guy. I mean, every I was Stone Cold. Every time I was into the Rock, man. Like this, is just like I mean, the people's elbow, bro. Like, uh, can you smell what the Rock's cooking? Like Stone Cold's like awesome. Like I think in the grand scheme of like wrestling personalities, I think I still choose Stone Cold because he's just more interesting of a character, if you ask me. Yeah. And he had more, way better feuds. Like because The Rock's biggest feud ever 
was with Stone Cold, and that was kind of it, right? Yeah. But Stone Cold, like he was, he was like, like his shit against like Kurt Angle was amazing, like, like he had a second feud with The Rock, like they was he had some time with like Kane of all people, like it, it just like he had the he had the best feuds. It's, so, it's funny to think like, like how big of a heel The Rock was when he first started, to how lovable he is now. It's crazy. Like I'm oh a, certainly certainly everyone hated The Rock and everyone loves Stone Cold. I know I love Stone Cold and. That was that was I mean yeah. two thousand. That was Oh man, just like just like WWF like the six year was it I guess they call that the attitude era, but like the six years leading up to like the, the mer- their merging with WCW. Yeah. Probably like the best period of wrestling ever. Like And that's when I stopped like just, that was my last like hurrah like wrestling. after that like after high school I was I stopped. Yeah, like the time like Sting, Sting and shit started coming yeah. into like WWF and stuff. Like I was out, like I checked out. Yeah. So, like when they like because like they did the triple X, yeah, they, Generation X. Oh, they they did the draft where like they 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 made it so like there were only certain people that are ever going to be on Raw and there are only certain people that are ever going to be on SmackDown. Like they separated them into like two separate franchises or whatever. Yeah, you're like I'm out. <laughs> like they. Yeah, I was like, this is getting way complicated. I just want to like log on and watch like the Harley Brothers, uh, like, like be like this this tag team like no hold bars match against like the Dudley Brothers, and then like watch them like Stone Cold trash talk five minutes between every match. Like that's just what I want in my life. Like I want to watch Rikishi shove his ass in somebody's <laughs> face. Like. I want to watch China come out, try and power slam fucking Kane because she was just as big as his ass was. Like, these are the things I want in my life. <laughs> and you're not giving them to me anymore, so I'm out. Like, I mean. I want Jim Ross it's... to go, I think that's still Cold's music. Oh my God. It's a slobber knocker. <laughs> it's a slobber knocker. Like, just, uh, God. The, you know the game's bad when we go into a 15 minute <laughs> alternate discussion. <laughs> Yeah. About, <laughs> about wrestling. <laughs> yeah. God. So How do we I mean, even get on that? God. How do we get on that tangent? Oh, I brought up the video. Well, talking about 64 games and like, because <laughs> we were so into wrestling, like we just like, they were just, we'd play hours of wrestling yeah. games on the 64. Because you got to build your special by moving around the joystick. So like, like we had so many joy uh, controllers with broken joysticks because like you'd hit a button and then you just move your palm over to the joystick and just like, fucking go crazy yeah, with yeah. it trying to build this special up we just snap joysticks all the time we were terrible we were destructive like oh my god also how i made most of my money to buy magic the gathering cards at that time was by painting in 64 controllers so that's a thing i didn't even seal them either so they just like fade over time like and chip and do terrible things i was just like yeah i got my parents will buy me spray paint i'll paint it for you what do you want like it's just like like I once had a kid pay me 50 bucks to paint his camo and it wore off in like three months and he wasn't even mad. Like he was so excited about having a Nintendo 64 controller that was camo that he lost his shit. Like he just paid me all that money. So (laughs) that's awesome. Like, and then like, like there was early internet. So I was buying like magic, the gathering boxes by like the case. Right, and then I was selling like so. Like there was a Magic the Gathering club at school that I really wasn't a frequent member of, but I'd show in and they're like, 
I'm like, hey, who wants to do a draft? And everybody would be like, yeah. And they'd pay me like the full like retail cost of these packs that I've got like it, like, you know, two third price or whatever it is when you buy the, the big thing. Yeah. So like I'm making money on top of money. Like I was just, I was fucking people over. I was a, I was a shit like, cause they, they'd lock the, so they'd lock the cafeteria after school. Right. So like at when the bells ring, everybody's loading on the buses. I would go into the cafeteria and buy like 20 bucks and shit out of all the vending machines. And then like, I would be selling them at a markup to people in clubs after school because they couldn't get into the cafeteria to, to the vending machines. Oh wow. Like I I was I was the worst, man. I was I was terrible. Like no wonder nobody liked me. Like <laughs> I was it's it like, bro, you want a Snickers? It's two bucks, man. <laughs> like, give it up. I was that kid. I was that kid. Oh man, it was it was I'm st- I'm glad to know I'm still the slime ball to this day. I'm still that's I'm still that skeevy. Never change. So never change. So uh, I'm glad I had that blast through memory pass. That's 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 great. Hey, that but, here we go. That's this is the best thing from Quest sixty four. <laughs> nostalgia is it got us talking about fun things? Nostalgia uh, road. There you go. Nostalgia road. So, um, yeah, man, I really appreciate you being clutch on this uh, this episode. Uh, you 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 went above and beyond because we were actually planning on recording this next uh, Monday. And you thought I meant this Monday, so he he did all of Quest sixty four in like two days, guys. Like he he went he went full fucking ham on the core on this one, man. He got it done. Yeah. When I get my when I get determined, I'm just like just finish this bitch. And he's got he's got way more of an interesting life than I does. He got it done. So uh, that's that's bravo. I appreciate it. Uh, no problem. I'm sure Nick appreciates it. Oh wait, I, 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 no one said anything racist. Because Nick's not here, so there we go. Don't please don't. I don't need that in my life. I don't. I don't need that in my life. And uh, God, it just uh, yeah. So um, I guess until next time, say uh, say goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the RPG Show. You know what you can do. You can head on over to the website at therpgshow.com. You can find all sorts of rip-roaring, badass, banging shit there. You can find links to our forums, YouTube, Twitch channels, as well as a Help the Show link and a link to the Discord, as we mentioned earlier. If, you know, live chatting is not, you know, your bag, then you can send us an email to podcast at therpgshow.com or even follow us on Twitter at therpgpodcast. And I think, really, that's it. Oh, no it's not. You know it'd be better than all those things if you could head on over to iTunes and leave us a rating and review. Each one helps, and we love you for it. So until next time, stay awesome. Bye, everybody.